Credit where credit is due, ancient thinkers speculated on the existence of other worlds in the cosmos and the possibility of extraterrestrial life. This wasn't just a kook fringe, either, space aliens was an idea that had currency with some of the most important intellectual heavyweights that our species has ever produced. I want to start with an excerpt from a letter by Epicurus, circa 300 BC, to Herodotus. Epicurus believed that only matter exists, and therefore the best approach to life was to maximize pleasure while minimizing pain Epicureanism. Herodotus was a historian of dubious reliability but notable influence, he was the sort who was happy to fictionalize history for the sake of moral teachings. Anyway, here's a little of what Epicurus had to say. Greater than again, the sum of things is infinite. For what is finite has an extremity, and the extremity of anything is discerned only by comparison with something else. Now the sum of things is not discerned by comparison with anything else, hence it has no extremity, it has no limit, and, since it has no limit, it must be unlimited or infinite. Greater than. Greater than the atoms are in continual motion through all eternity. Some of them rebound to a considerable distance from each other, while others merely oscillate in one place when they chance to have got entangled or to be enclosed by a mass of other atoms shaped for entangling. Greater than. Greater than this is because each atom is separated from the rest by void, which is incapable of offering any resistance to the rebound, while it is the solidity of the atom which makes it rebound after a collision, however short the distance to which it rebounds, when it finds itself imprisoned in a mass of entangling atoms. Of all this there is no beginning, since both atoms and void exist from everlasting. Greater than. Greater than moreover, there is an infinite number of worlds, some like this world, others unlike it. For the atoms being infinite in number, as has just been proved, are born ever further in their course. For the atoms out of which a world might arise, or by which a world might be formed, have not all been expended on one world or a finite number of worlds, whether like or unlike this one. Hence there will be nothing to hinder an infinity of worlds. Greater than. Greater than and further, we must not suppose that the worlds have necessarily one and the same shape. For nobody can prove that in one sort of world there might not be contained, whereas in another sort of world there could not possibly be, the seeds out of which animals and plants arise and all the rest of the things we see. Personally, I disagree with Epicurus on a fundamental level about the nature of the world, it seems clear to me that more than matter exists, and I've discussed this in other posts. Furthermore, modern science has demonstrated that the universe has a definite beginning while Epicurus posits that the universe has always existed. None of that particularly contradicts his other position, though, that life possibly exists on other worlds. Such life may or may not be similar to life on earth. Let's jump ahead about 700 years, to the time of Augustine. Augustine was one of the most prominent figures in late Roman antiquity, and a very influential writer. One of his great works is City of God, a book that has been described as as long as the Bible and as dense as Aquinas. In chapter 5 of Book 11, Augustine addresses the possibility of multiple worlds, and he even mentions Epicurus specifically. Augustine makes it hard to excerpt complete ideas, so here is the full passage, emphases added. Greater than next, we must see what reply can be made to those who agree that God is the creator of the world, but have difficulties about the time of its creation, and what reply, also, they can make to difficulties we might raise about the place of its creation. For, as they demand why the world was created then and no sooner, we may ask why it was created just here where it is, and not elsewhere. For if they imagine infinite spaces of time before the world, during which God could not have been idle, 
in like manner they may conceive outside the world infinite realms of space, in which, if anyone says that the omnipotent cannot hold his hand from working, will it not follow that they must adopt Epicurus' dream of innumerable worlds? With this difference only, that he asserts that they are formed and destroyed by the fortuitous movements of atoms, while they will hold that they are made by God's hand, if they maintain that, throughout the boundless immensity of space, stretching interminably in every direction round the world, God cannot rest, and that the worlds which they suppose him to make cannot be destroyed. For here the question is with those who, with ourselves, believe that God is spiritual, and the creator of all existences but himself. As for others, it is a condescension to dispute with them on a religious question, for they have acquired a reputation only among men who pay divine honors to a number of gods, and have become conspicuous among the other philosophers for no other reason than that, though they are still far from the truth, they are near it in comparison with the rest. While these, then, neither confine in it in place, nor limit, nor distribute the divine substance, but, as is worthy of God, only to be holy though spiritually present everywhere, will they perchance say that this substance is absent from such immense spaces outside the world, and is occupied in one only, and that a very little one compared with the infinity beyond, the one, namely, in which is the world? I think they will not proceed to this absurdity. Since they maintain that there is but one world, of vast material bulk, indeed, yet finite, and in its own determinate position, and that this was made by the working of God, let them give the same account of God's resting in the infinite times before the world as they give of His resting in the infinite spaces outside of it. And as it does not follow that God set the world in the very spot it occupies and no other by accident rather than by divine reason, although no human reason can comprehend why it was so set, and though there was no merit in the spot chosen to give it the precedence of infinite others, so neither does it follow that we should suppose that God was guided by chance when he created the world in that and no earlier time, although previous times had been running by during an infinite past, and though there was no difference by which one time could be chosen in preference to another. But if they say that the thoughts of men are idle when they conceive infinite places, since there is no place beside the world, we reply that, by the same showing, it is vain to conceive of the past times of God's rest, since there is no time before the world. Like me, Augustine would vigorously disagree with Epicurus' strict materialist worldview, but Augustine does not deny the logic that would lead to infinite worlds. Indeed, Augustine embraces such logic, and puts it to use in expounding his own ideas. Augustine evinces no a priori objection to the existence of worlds beyond earth, and it seems likely to me that he was open to the possibility of such worlds harboring life. Once possessed of the idea, it may seem odd to us that Epicurus and Augustine spend so little time contemplating it. They briefly note the possibility of other worlds, and then they move on. Why not explore the idea a little more? Well, let me quote one last writer for you. We skip ahead 1,200 years, to John Milton, writing Paradise Lost. Informed by the recent work of Galileo, Milton was able to imagine a conversation between Adam, before the fall, and the archangel Raphael on the size and nature of the cosmos. I have calculated the distances to the stars, Adam tells Raphael, and I am amazed, please explain and enlighten me. To which Raphael answers. Greater than to ask or search, I blame thee not, for heaven. Greater than. Greater than is as the book of God before thee set. Greater than. Greater than wherein to read his wondrous works, and learn. Greater than. Greater than his seasons, hours, or days, or months, or years. Greater than. Greater than how gird the sphere. Greater than. 
greater than with centric and eccentric scribbled or greater than greater than cycle and epicycle or binorb greater than greater than already by thy reasoning this I guess greater than greater than who art to lead thy offspring greater than greater than if earth industrious of herself fetch day greater than greater than traveling east and with her part of earth greater than greater than from the sun's beam meet night her other part greater than greater than still luminous by his ray what if that light greater than greater than sent from her through the wide transpicuous air greater than greater than to the terrestrial moon be as a star greater than greater than enlightening her by day as she by night greater than greater than this earth reciprocal if land be there greater than greater than fields and inhabitants her spots thou seest greater than greater than as clouds and clouds may rain and rain produce greater than greater than fruits in her softened soil for some to eat greater than greater than allotted there and other suns perhaps greater than greater than with their attendant moons thou wilt descry greater than greater than communicating male and female light greater than greater than which two great sexes animate the world greater than greater than stored in each or perhaps with some that live greater than greater than for such vast room in nature unpossessed greater than greater than by living soul desert and desolate greater than greater than only to shine yet scarce to contribute greater than greater than each orb a glimpse of light conveyed so far greater than greater than down to this habitable which returns greater than greater than light back to them is obvious to dispute greater than greater than solicit not thy thoughts with matters hid greater than greater than leave them to god above him serve and fear greater than greater than of other creatures as him pleases best greater than greater than wherever placed let him dispose joy thou greater than greater than in what he gives to thee this paradise greater than greater than and thy fair eve heaven is for thee too high greater than greater than to know what passes there be lowly wise greater than greater than think only what concerns thee and thy being greater than greater than dream not of other worlds what creatures there greater than greater than live in what state condition or degree greater than greater than contented that thus far hath been revealed greater than greater than not of earth only but of highest heaven so that's it then yes there could be other worlds and those worlds could have life we simply don't know one way or the other meanwhile wisdom and heaven are to be found right here in the things close at hand wisdom and heaven are the more important part so we'll focus on those but in so far as we want to speculate on space aliens that's a speculation that's been going on for thousands of years already aliens are nothing new